Hello and welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. I am Joey Lewandowski. And I am Mike Nancy. We have with us today no one. I don't know why I said it like that. We are watching today Lord of War. So this is what I I teased this last episode, Mike. This is episode 46 of Cage Club Revisited. Episode 46 of Cage Club Prime. Whoa, we've synced up. We have synced up. That's It's never going to happen again, I don't think. But if you want to go back and listen to our thoughtful, insightful episode. Go listen to 46 with Zach Dazan. Today we are recording as we watch the movie. This is meant to be listened to as you watch the movie. Go to cageclub.me slash games and download a bingo card and play along with us at home. We're playing Cage Club Movie Bingo. C-A-G-E Bingo. It's still April here on the Cage Club Podcast Network and we are still celebrating 4Cage, 4K Mm -hmm. Cage, and so we are watching Lord of War in 4K. Watching the Blu-ray here, 4K Blu-ray. So why do they? Why do they have two names, 4K and UHD? I don't like that. You know, because HD is 720 and also 1080. UHD is both 4K and 8K. Oh, it's, it's just also? ultra. It's ultra HD. It's oh, beyond HD. Cool. Okay, gotcha now. So right. 4K is just a subset. So like Blu-ray is 1080p, but also 720p, which is TV broadcast standard. That's also HD. Now so it's just it. an all-encompassing. All right. Let's... We're gonna we're gonna hit play movie on the menu in three, two, one, play. Let's kick it. Last time we had a technical difficulty and the movie did not start playing right, but I think we're gonna be good here. This looks. Yep. Get here we some, go. Uh... Two hours, one minute, forty-three seconds. We get our. Uh, you're gonna get one right up front here, right? Because one of the companies is gonna be Saturn. If you have Cage's producer Saturn Films on your board, cross it off. Do I? Oh, maybe that was the other card. Maybe that was the other movie. The other card. Uh, And that was. How did I remember that from two weeks ago? Unbelievable. Here we go. Someone returns from the cage from Weston Cage is in more than once. I'm gonna cross that off. Oh, so Lindsay Gibb brought this up when she she posted about watching 211. Weston Cage actually shooting at Nicolas Cage in that movie. Son shoots at father. Really weird because they're on opposite sides of the law. Truly. Oh, here we go with this title sequence. Following the bullet. What else do I have? So I have on here peaches or bunnies. We change it to fruit or bunnies, if you have that. Is there going to be a voiceover? Oh, no, I think he turns around and talks. I'm going to cross off gift-worthy scene because this opening is very super cool. Hmm. Is this in New Orleans? No, this is in, like, Africa or something, right? Yeah, he's in the third world. So what year was this from? Was this around the time of knowing? Okay, so this is a few before. years before knowing. He looks the same. He looks, good look. he looks good. Yeah. Smoking that Smoking sink. Smoking cage smokes, if you got it. I don't think that's a category. Maybe we should add it to drinks and smokes. I don't know. For what it's worth by Buffalo Springfield. Something happening here. This is the song that you use to evoke war or the 60s. Yeah, it's going to come back in, in the 60s. It's going to come back in Forrest Gump, I could tell you that. Also, didn't like um, Tribe Called Quest like sample this? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, this is interesting, though. This, is, this really is how a bullet starts? Now, this is good CGI, though. Right? I mean, I remember is it being it? good. I don't think it is anymore, but I remember it being it's good. It's very cool. I know that. I don't care if it's not the greatest CGI, but it's a great concept. I mean, this is quite literally the military-industrial complex. You know what I mean? So, Bridget Moynihan. <laughs> so we we announced, or we decided, we didn't announce, we're announcing right now. Yes. The next four movies we're watching for Cage Club Revisited, if you want to follow along the next two months, 
it's wedding season. A lot of people get married in May and June. So yeah. we're doing something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. So something old, we're doing Birdie, one of Cage's first movies. Cue La Bamba. Something new, we're doing Army of One, where he plays the G. Gonna go get OBL. With uh, Wendy McClendon-Covey. We also, something borrowed, Mike had a good idea to do a remake, so we're going to do Gone in 60 Seconds. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and then something blue, of course, The Boy in Blue. So Boy in Blue. Something okay, old, sc- something new, something borrowed, something blue. Birdie, Army of One, Gone in 60 Seconds, The Boy in Blue. These I... next four episodes covering May and June here on the Cage Club Revisited feed. Hopefully, by the time we get to something blue, we will have a new Cage movie. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, it's been a few months now. Would you say it's been a while? Been a while. Yeah. You know, if I had one, I think my wife would say the same thing. My wife. So, <laughs> I don't know how to respond. I know, I, I know what looking, you're doing. I'm but looking I... forward to Boy in Blue again because... Uh, that compromising. Was, that's com- yeah, compromising. That movie's great. Plus, you know, we'll be deep in. Well, it's it'll be baseball season, and baseball is the sport that knocked sculling off the map. All right, baseball, sculling. So, like, could you Gold. imagine if we were still, if like instead of Yankee Stadium, there was like New York had like a sculling an, arena, an incredibly clean, state of the art river to scull in. It'd have to be like a man, a man-made clean river, right? I guess they could clean up the Hudson. So we have baseball to blame for our natural disaster, natural our, our environmental pollution, issues. Basically, no. Oh, there he goes. Boink. Squish. Andrew Nickel. That name sounds familiar. Maybe it's just because of this movie, but maybe it's not. The movie looks really nice. Oh, cage voiceover. Yep. Andrew Nichol wrote Gattaca. Oh, he oh, wrote Gattaca. The Truman Show, which is why I heard. because oh, The Truman Show. Because Wistful Thinking, He's as a writer, just did the Jim Carrey Mega Mix. I almost watched Gattaca last night, but I didn't. Oh, he wrote Anon, that Clive Owen, hmm, Amanda Seyfried movie that came out on Netflix uh, last year. Missed it. He wrote The Host. Oh, who was just. Somebody was in The Host, or somebody shot The Host or something. Remember I was saying that Sersha movie? This guy wrote it. Some of you were talking about for the last episode. Oh, the kid, Cage's kid in Knowing, was in The Host, which was written by the guy who wrote and directed this movie. Jeez Louise. He also wrote The Terminal. Shout out Hanks for the Memories. He wrote Simone. Sim 1. Terrible. Shout out Winona. And he wrote In Time, which is another, I think. Oh, that's the, yeah, I missed it, but that's the Dom Wilson one? No, it's Amanda Seyfried, Justin Timberlake. Oh, I did see that. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, man. With Suzanne when we were going out. We, so the idea was to go try and find the, the one movie that, like, no one would be seeing in the afternoon. So we settled on In Time because we wanted to, like, mess around in the movie theater and there was another fucking couple there <laughs> we get there he couldn't believe it who well, else would see that I'm sure that other couple was probably not happy that you were there either <laughs> what is happening I already oh there's Cage all in white looking like he's part of the guilty remnant there's Jared Leto he really also all Jared in white Leto. Although this is still, I think, six years after Fight Club, but he's, you know, 
Oh, yeah. He was just sort of coming up around this. I mean, he had done My So-Called Life, and he was more of a musician, I think, we at got, this point, right? He has that band, Vampire Weekend or something? 30 Seconds to Mars. 30, sorry, I knew it was something. If you have subtitles, there were just subtitles on screen. Oh, that's right, because he's speaking another language. He's in a new vampire movie. That um, oh, that's why you're thinking of Mobius. vampires. Maybe is it Mobius or Morbius? Morbius, I Morbius, think. Morbius, the living vampire. Who... And I understand that Jared Leto is not necessarily a likable person all the time, but the internet seems to be giving this movie a lot of shit already. And like, yeah. just because he released a GIF of him standing still on a street as people walk by, I'm just like, I don't care. Like, just relax. No, yeah, you know, the whole other thing is it's part of Sony's non Spider Verse, which is they're taking. Spider-Man characters and giving them their own movies. So this guy is so cool. Jared Leto, I'm okay with it. But it's like Venom, you know. So like, I think that is what's bothering people too. It's like, why are you trying to make these movies without Spider-Man? It's like, dude, who gives a shit? Just let him, they're making a Joker movie without Batman. And it looks fucking awesome. So like, did you watch the trailer for that? I did. Come on, man. <laughs> well, You've really, truly, fall. I the had a bad here. week with the whole tooth thing. So like, I needed some joy in my life. I needed to like see things. That made and you me watched happy. the Happy Time Murders. Well, no, that was last night after the dentist. Oh, so I was I was kind of loopy. That's why you thought it was funny. <laughs> it looks really great. Like I think um, Henson has a future as a director. He just needs better material. He should have done the Muppet movie, maybe. Anyway, back to Uzis. This whole movie is like a voiceover. Do we have a time jump in this movie? I know we had one in Knowing. I don't think so. I think we're all current day, right? It's tough because it's like one big montage. Yeah. Like it keeps skipping ahead. Like one minute he's married, the next minute he's not. Then they have like, or like they have a kid all of a sudden. This is a great role for Cage, you know? Like he could, it feels almost like his um, character from Snake Eyes where he's like very into his job, high energy, like, let me explain it to you. Like it's got this and this and this. (laughs) Ha ha. I recently cleaned up my garage and found one of those giant bazooka-sized video cameras from when I was a kid. It, It needs a battery, though. Good luck. I mean, and not a battery. It needs a charger. It has a battery. Oh, it needs okay. a charger. Sorry. But still, luck not on my Just side. go to Radio Shack. Oh, wait. Hmm. Oh, that's Pimpin. Just wears the bullet around his neck. Hey, in the last movie, in Knowing, he wore his wife's necklace around his neck. Did he? Did we ever figure that out? I mean, we well, he, gave he wore something kid. around his neck and gave it to his kid. Oh, how nice of him, putting money in the till. Supposed to be cooking with that vodka, buddy. I mean, he's Ukrainian. He's going to be drinking vodka all day long. Well, I heard... He's kind of got a Zac Efron thing going on here. Mm. I heard the tap in Russia is just vodka. You just turn on the water and it's... Do you think he's Zac Efron or not really? Um, Yeah, I I, I see where you're going. Like, Like, come on. Yeah, he really does that. Wow. You know what it is? Something about the way his mouth's half open and his hair hangs above those gorgeous eyes and he just hypnotizes you. <laughs> I'm going to send it to, to Joe, too, and see if he... I don't know how to phrase it. Like, I don't know how to phrase this. You know what would be 
what's what else is he's still a he's still Joker too, right? Like he's doing that if they need him. I wonder if he'll be in Suicide Squad too. There's some nice shots wherever where are they? Brighton Beach, he said? Found some good locations. Was somebody shoveling outside? What is going on? We're here at Cage Club HQ, Central Jersey location. Some my house. Neighbors doing some work. And I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to not knock things over as I. Oh. He's shoveling leaves. But man, I guess okay. Okay, I get it. 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 <laughs> I don't know if they. Well, they've mm, they've they've got brotherly chemistry, but they don't look much like related. Well, I think because Cage doesn't look Ukrainian. Hmm. I think Jared Leto's pulling it off. I don't think that, it, and that's not. A, oh, a Jared Leto, bad accent or no? Oh, I've crossed off bad accent. Oh, okay, bad accent then. <laughs> Somewhere in this movie, there's a bad accent. <laughs> Cage drinks alcohol. We've seen that already. The... Doing it right now. So where he tries to convince him to become a bullet dealer. This is <laughs> shit. This that, is shit. That was gift worthy for sure. If you didn't have it then, you'd have got it now. So, you mentioning that Jared Leto kind of looks like Zac Efron, would that be a Cage Club podcast crossover? No. But he was in Blade Runner 2049, which is a Ryan Gosling movie. Oh. I don't know how we actually... This is also a gift-worthy scene. Oh, look at that. Yeah, lots of great shots in this movie. Okay, time jump. Okay. Oh, no, I can't... No, that says war. I sort of... I mean, what is it good for? I can't read some of what I've crossed off, but it's okay. I know, because this one... Uh, this was the last sheet I printed before I had to swap out the ink cartridge. I couldn't read enough. It's a very surreal sale, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Do you think this is where Shaw bought his tank? For Fast Six, maybe he went to one of these shows. You think it's where Cipher got her submarine? No, Cipher stole that submarine. Oh, that's right. We they went to the. the they go to the base and they uh, yeah literally steal that thing. Yeah, they hack it and they steal it. Well, she does it. She's up on the plane. Uh, that's one of my favorite Roman moments in that movie. Ah, what's it say? Shh. And he's like reading Russian. He's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> God, I hope I like that movie when we watch it next time. At some point, I'm going to like it, I think, maybe. But this will now be the fifth time I see it. <laughs> I still don't like it. Go check out Too Fast, Too Forever. That episode actually just came out two days ago. All right. That was a fun one to record. It was your final it's, episode it's, of the lap. It's, it's been so much fun. Oh, is this going to be uh, irresistible? An attractive woman finds cage irresistible? Oh, it's Vitaly. Nudity? Yeah, that was, a little, that was a little boob. Between our recording of knowing, well, there's Cage 
really into it, not. <laughs> Between the recording of Knowing in this episode, we were watching Drive Angry on USA, just because I needed time <laughs> to export the audio. And, uh, man, that movie does not hold up when it's edited and censored. No, they should not air... There are just some movies that they should just give up and never air on normal TV during the day. Like, what is the even, what is even the point? There's so many more... Just think of how many movies there are. And if you're USA, why would you put an edited, horribly edited version of Drive Angry on when you could put any other movie in the world that is rated PG on during the day? It's just... Ugh. That's a lot of guns. I also do wonder, and maybe it's just our... And by our, I mean my coastal elite mindset, but who's watching movies on TV with commercials? Like, I understand that, like, <laughs> not everyone lives in the era of, like, high-speed internet. Like, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of places that don't have internet, but, like, rental stores or DVDs, like, who is uh, taking in movies? Like, who's actively watching? Who's only doing that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, because you, you don't have to have, like, the best internet to have Netflix. Like, you can watch Netflix, like, sort of in, like, decent quality for, like, a couple megabits a second. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or on your phone. Like, Who's watching Drive Angry when you have thousands of movies on Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and yeah. Shudder and like everything? You know what I mean? I, like, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie for the first time on broadcast TV on like network or something or, or sci-fi. I like, probably saw like Return of the Jedi on WPIX 11, like, you know, in, oh, yeah, in the but 90s. I, yeah, like when I was a kid, all that's the only way you would see a lot mm-hmm. of movies. But I mean, yeah, this day and age... I mean, like, you know, I was saying to you before, like, uh, we were watching Knowing, but Knowing was on last night, and, like, I put on Knowing for five or ten minutes until, like, a commercial pops up or something, and then I'll change the channel, or, like, you know, I'll watch movies on TV for a few minutes, but I'm not going to sit and, like, I'll go put Drive Angry on. Like, I'll go get the DVD or something. So. I remember even, like, as as recently as, like, maybe five or six years ago, I would still look forward to, like, the HBO and mm-hmm. Cinemax and Showtime and Stars, like, new release movie on Saturday night. But then I was like, oh, wait, I've seen, like, as soon as I got movie pass, I was like, I've seen all the movies that I want to yeah. see in theaters. You know, I don't... That happens, too. Like, you get on your own sort of trip, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I'm not really lining up with what's coming out on TV, and I've, or I've seen this, or whatever. Or, like, I'm just on a different path with what I'm watching right now. They're just testing them. I feel like my... like If you look at my TiVo, because I have every movie challenge just because it's the package that I have from Fios, like, that's cool. It's great, yeah. Like, this is more meta and funny than I remember it being. Not not meta, necessarily, but, like... No, you're right. Cutting remember, commentary, kind of. I remember the first time I watched this, way before we were doing Cage Club, like, I watched this movie. And I thought it was really cool. And then I watched it for Cage, and I think I was a little off on it when we were doing that thing. I think I was like, this is kind of cold and distant, and, like, it's about war profiteering. But now I'm really getting into it yeah. and digging it. I mean, maybe it's because, you know, two weeks ago we just came off the very depressing ending of knowing and mm-hmm. this is kind of starting with a good kick in the pants 
By the way, I mean, if there's one thing I want, it's a shipping container somewhere filled with, like, secret shit that I have. <laughs> I just saw that in um, another movie recently, that, that Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaacs war that movie. Oh, I was doing on, a Triple Frontier, which you didn't like. No, I didn't. Um, but he has one of those, and I was like, of course. So... I was saying before, like if, if you look at my TiVo, my TiVo was just mm-hmm. filled with like either like HBO new releases, as in like movies that debut on HBO, or yeah. like I have like bringing on and stuff on there. Like I could probably find on Amazon or Netflix, but just if it's on TV, yeah. I have a couple of Cruise Club episodes. Like I have, I think oh. The Firm and Far and Away or whatever. Oh, so you know what happened is I got another friend's access, and like he, well, that's he's even. Well, that's not necessarily something we talk about on here. Okay, well, you could edit that if you want. I can't really edit this. I might, I might, well, uh... Just mute it. I might bleep it. But he goes... He's nuts. I gotta tell him to be careful. <laughs> oh, Ethan Hawke. Oh, I love this part where they paint the boat or whatever. I forgot Ethan Hawke was in this movie. So did I. And he's good in it. He's like a hotshot sort of like DEA dude. It seems like a role he doesn't usually play. Oh, and the guy who wrote this wrote Gattaca, which stars Ethan Hawke, which is great. I haven't seen it in a while. So does Ethan Hawke only act in this guy's movies and (laughs) Richard Linklater movies? Maybe. I don't know. I would like to see Ethan Hawke and... um, Kevin Bacon do a movie together because like they it feels like they had like similar trajectories or somewhat like similar styles now <laughs> wait <laughs> he put his he put his binoculars up to his sunglasses but the reverse shot was clearly not tinted Man, this is remarkable speed. Yeah, I think when you're reapplying it, wouldn't spray paint work a little better? I don't know. Faster or I'll send your ass in. <laughs> That's why he's your brother. <laughs> I do like in this world that I guess it's like, you know, uh, uh, part of the job, but you need to know every flag. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And be able to think, you know, on your feet to the point where, like, I can just turn the flag sideways and it's a different country. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're like a smuggler, yeah. Like, I can only imagine all the tricks and shit you need to know about, like, different ports and different laws and. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's obvious to Ethan Hawke. He's seen all the tricks. Like, he knows that's a French flag turned sideways. Like, <laughs> Oh, they did, they did trick him. I do like that they blacked out the K and then they redid a K. Just keep the K. <laughs> Good call. Oh, watch out for the... Yep. Turn that around. Good job, Jared. Because it's not like Ethan Hawke's going to turn it back around. Or could. Ethan Hawke reminded me a little bit of uh, Coach Taylor from Wolf of Wall Street, where he's just like, 
I know I'm gonna get you. There was just a movie. Oh, did you? Did you just bribe a federal officer? <laughs> I think it's time for you to get the fuck off my boat. <laughs> There's a boat in Beach Bum where he, where Matthew McConaughey sort of meets with like an accountant, and I'm just like, it feels like the boat. Like it's a wildly different scene, but it feels like uh, the boat from Wolf of Wall Street. I don't want to oh. hear flies buzzing as you open up a, a thing of potatoes that probably potatoes that we're eating. The, you know what I mean? The, uh, the dad in Pet Cemetery is the uh, Jason uh, Clark. Yeah, he's in Serenity. He's the guy in Serenity, right? He's like the uh, yeah. He's the abusive husband. Okay, so McCona- he's also he's also yeah yeah yeah. But I'm okay. So in reality, in Serenity. Not that the whole movie doesn't take place in the real world, but like the kids, well, none of it does. The kid's dad is Jason Clark, right? Yes. And he spoilers for Serenity. He created an AI. <laughs> no, 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 not his dad. His dad is Cage, but Cage is dead. Or not Cage, McConaughey, but McConaughey's dead. The stepdad. Yes, that's it. The stepdad, the stepdad is Jason so Clark. So he recreated his dad in the game, and then it became self-aware, right? I'm just making sure that's what happened. He realizes he's in a video game at one point. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Good. No, that's a good thing. I don't know if I mean. Maybe, who knows, but yes. <laughs> I just love the end of that when Jason Clark is like all fucking beat to shit and he still goes out on the boat and everything and they like strap him in and everything. I cannot wait to own that movie. I think it's available on VOD, but I want to, I want to physically own that yeah, movie. Yeah, no, that, that has to be proudly displayed. Cage speaking. Pre-order April thirtieth. Wow. Blu-ray. But yeah, McConaughey is on a boat in that movie and Beach Bum. Jason Clark also, if you'll remember, is in Lawless, the Shia movie, which oh, I was yeah. telling Joe about because when we recorded Public Enemies one. for Magic Mike's, because it's they were all brothers in that. Yeah. Yeah. With with Tom Hardy. Frankenstein. <laughs> He's amazing in that movie. Oh, and that's uh, Full Frontal Chastain. I forgot, right? Was it Jessica Chastain's in that? And there's a shot where she just like walks towards him naked in the hall. I don't remember that. Okay. You sound like Kyle right now. Just Mr. Skin over here. <laughs> no. Come on. I just remember because that's such a good movie. And it's also got Shia's buddy is... Dane DeHaan? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, look, he is diversifying. Uh, Losing a kilo of coke. I mean, to your your cokehead brother is a lot of coke to do. That's just a lot. Mm. Well, I mean, what do you expect? You, like... Take him from the kitchen to the other side of the world and put, like, all this money in his pocket. At one point, he's just going to, like, run off on his own. Oh. You know what that kind of reminds me of in um, that uh, Brit Marling movie, I Origins? Yep. Where the guy keeps seeing, like, the billboard all yep. around the world. And oh, he made Ukraine out of cocaine. I forgot. Oh. Cocaine. Co- you, yep. Do <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. He looks insane there. He looks a step away from Joker. Before he falls in the vat of acid. You know what I like about recent Jokers is that they're not doing the scarring 
Like they've let let Heath Ledger be that version. Like all the other ones are just doing the the face paint. And even you know back with Jack Nicholson, like he had facial reconstruction damage. Like I'm glad they've moved away from that. We were talking about my friends and I are talking about all the different Jokers and stuff because uh, it, that's a lot uh, of cocaine. That But I mean, like, not every Joker's been great, but I feel like the Joker's just such a good character that, like, whether you're Cesar Romero or Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger or Mark Hamill, Jared Leto's is pretty okay. There's that new, I mean, Cameron Monaghan is the Joker on Gotham, and his Joker looks hideous. Did you see that picture? Oh, my God. What did they do? (laughs) want to barf real bad. Yeah, I don't know why they, I mean, I know they wanted to push it in a certain direction, but I don't know. Why that direction? How they ended up there makes no sense to me. What did you think? I'm not going to say what happens. What do you think about the uh, the cameo, if you will, at the end of Shazam? Oh, I thought it was I thought it was great. No, that was a I, that was my favorite joke. Really? Yeah, because you know about all like the behind the scenes about. Do like, I? Well, that goes back like a few months now. To the Henry Cavill news after you know Mustache Gate or whatever after Justice League, they're like Henry Cavill's out as Superman, and then someone and then he was like, No, I'm not, and then they're like. But yes, but what? And like, so I think it was some kind of contractual thing. But I'm glad they did that. That was great. But it's, it's just, it's just not, it's not him. It's no, just... no, it can't be him. They chose his face. But I thought that was hilarious. I, you know what it meant to me? It, it felt like DC like was like taking the piss out of themselves for once. We're saying like we get it. Like we are a joke sometimes, and yeah. we're willing to laugh at ourselves. So. Has Cage done drugs in this movie yet, or is it just Jared Leto? Mm, just Jared Leto, but he's gonna. He's gonna start. I do, like, what I like about Shazam, mm. now that it's three weeks old, we can talk a little bit more about it. I like when it feels like for the first time, a little bit kind of in Aquaman, but it feels like for the first time it exists in a world that other DC movies exist in. He's like, I got a replica battering, I got this bullet that hit Superman, I got... You know, yeah. They make jokes about Aquaman and stuff. Right, like it's, right. I've got this shirt. I've got this guy. Who's your favorite yeah. Justice League member? Because, like, realistically, if we lived in a world of Superman, like, we would all be talking about superheroes all the all time. All the time. I know. I'd have so much, like, real memorabilia. I'd be like, this was a piece of rock from the Battle of Metropolis, and it cost me, like, $8,000, and I got it illegally. No, it's true. Like, to oh, imagine, like, yeah. And I love how they use the Batarang, too, in the movie and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that that was smart also. Like, that is DC creating a shared universe while also sort of creating one-off movies at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Shazam doesn't really cross over with anything, but it lets you know that it exists within the same world. Same with Aquaman for the most part. Like, there's one or two lines about you know, what he's done or, or, like, other heroes. But for most part, those movies are locked off onto their own. So so they're doing what Marvel learned 12 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. Yeah, for the most part. I thought for sure Marvel was going to start putting team-up movies out, like I like how there's Ant-Man and Wasp, and there was Homecoming was kind of Spider-Man and Iron Man teaming up kind of thing. Like, I thought they were going to keep going... Along and Hulk Ragnarok was uh-huh. like Hulk and Thor teaming up. I guess Thor Ragnarok. Did... I mean, it's it, it's not Hulk Ragnarok, but it basically is Hulk Ragnarok. I guess they did make a couple more team up movies than I thought. But... Well, that's why if you listen to the um, 
Wait, this is Bridget, Mo- this Bridget Moynihan? What do I... So she's from iRobot. I guess I just don't know what she yeah, looks like. Yeah, I remember her from iRobot. She's she in 196 episodes of Blue Bloods. She's in John Wick, John Wick 2. Oh, she plays John Wick's wife. Oh. I mean, look, don't... You can't fault us for knowing that because she's on screen for literally, like, two seconds. I think uh, she's Helen, right? Like, Helen's his wife. Yeah. But I remember her from my robot. She plays a drastically different character. She's very mousy in She's that. only been on 27 things, which is kind of amazing. Some of all fears I've seen her in. The Recruit, I think I saw. I, Robot, Lord of War. Both John Wicks. It's a Fugazi. It's a rental. It's a fake. It's a Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. It's a Watsi. It's a Wootsie. It's a... But uh, you see Donnie Brasco ever? You ever no. see? Okay, because it's from that too. That um, that's where I first heard it. Where Johnny Depp's trying to get in the good graces of Pacino, and he's doing like a diamond deal at a, like a a diner, and uh, Johnny Depp's like, "That's a fugazi," and Pacino's like, "Oh, what's a fugazi?" He's like, "It's a fake, a phony fugazi, nothing." He's like, "Oh, what's your name?" Donnie Brasco, man. <laughs> How you doing? Nice to meet you. I haven't been inside a private plane like this since Fast and Furious 6. <laughs> Roman and his ladies listen to Ball. That's right. But I think T.I. and Lillian. I got some vouchers. Half off the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to Dubai, right? Okay, because it's crazy how he ends up in Abu Dhabi in the next movie. Yeah. Because it's like, he's he was on his way. Attractive woman once again finds him irresistible, but this is the money. It's the money. Well, I mean, is it the money? Does she know what he does for a living? No, right? Well, she knows that he has his name on a private plane. Like, he's doing something. And you gotta assume it's illegal. You gotta figure she could take care of herself, though. She's a worldwide famous model. She's a citizen of the world. (laughs) And just like that, they're married. How many movies does Cage get married in? Oh, I don't know. He is married in a bunch of movies, but how many does he get married in? I don't think many. This might be it. Those his parents? No, those are... Yeah. They look so much... They look his age. No, that guy looks... No, because if you think he or he's 40, that guy looks like he's like 60. All right. She looks younger, but she also might not be his mom. You know what I mean? Like She might just be the new trophy wife. She's got a necklace or a, a, a bracelet with a couple pictures in it. Her parents not here. <laughs> I have a lot of things crossed off, but I don't know that I'm going to. Yeah. Win. 
Not counting the free space, I already have 12 boxes crossed off. I have half... I have four in a couple different directions, I think. Or at least one. Oh, wait, Cage has more than one name in this movie. Does he? Yeah, he said earlier, he's like, that. that's not my real name. I, I, I... All right. I changed it. Brother, brother. Ew. It's a wedding of celebration? Aren't all weddings? One would think. Oh, it's Christmas Day, 1991. Another Home, time Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, happening at the same time. Oh my gosh. That's right. Poor Kevin McAllister. That's baby Kevin McAllister right there. No, Just kidding. I think I'm confusing in my head Bridget Moynihan with Shannon Sossaman, maybe, because they both have the, the brown hair, they both have the Y, and the last thing, they're both, you know, pretty actresses who are in the same kind of movies. <laughs> Joe 2 got back to me I said who is this and who's it look like it's Leto and looks like Zeph wow he's on ball yep. he's on the ball you're on the money the money ball Billions are bowling. I don't think that's going to happen. New Orleans is not going to happen. Visible tattoo. I guess he could, but I don't think he's going to. Cage cries. He might. I think he will when Vitaly dies, right? Doesn't he die? Uh, Cage, has he been on the phone? I don't think he's been on the phone yet. I feel like he's been close to being on the phone, but I don't think he has been. He's not started running yet, but he might. No, he was on the phone when he was, uh, when Ethan Hawke was trying to board Oh, him. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 good. No school. She's a fairy. Jesus. Cage driving? Did he drive before? I think he did. No, he's in the back of a car. Did he drive earlier? I don't think so. They were. I remember them being at like a checkpoint or something. Oh, he did hand over Whoop. the... Yep, Nip you know. slip. <laughs> there we go to... Oh, yeah, because he drove Vitaly the first time, right? Or no, they were both... In the yeah, back, like yeah. yeah. I love how he's like, here I am again. Cage, do, take a line of that cage and I win. Oh. So he's carrying coke in his pocket, but he's not doing drugs. Well, I feel he like that's all the, a little, right? Who, Cage? Yeah. Not on screen. Well, he's a functioning cokehead. Like, he's not uh, really into it. It's just for. Nights and or maybe he just brought it with because he knew he was dropping his brother off. Yeah, but I feel like if you're like you're you're assuming all of the risk and none of the reward. Like well, if you're if you're gonna do yeah. drugs, I can see why you would risk carrying around you know being busted or whatever. But like if you're just carrying it around mm-hmm. 
to help other people. Like that's like that's the extreme of like, oh, I got a lighter for you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oh, I got a like what the hell, man? For you. I love that shot of the the hammer and sickle coming down, or the just right, you know, behind Cage profiteering. His uncle. Good point. He's in a very sort of small pocket of time here when he can operate and get these weapons. Came to drinking again. Well, that was the last movie he was drinking. That was a knowing. Come on, man. Do a line of Coke. <laughs> oh, this is where his son is, right? This is where Weston is in this sequence, I think. I don't know. He's just... He's a little guy who's, like, climbing around a tank. I remember that. Look at all those guns. Oh, he's buying the guns. He's yeah. buying these guns to resell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only forty minutes into this movie, Jesus! Like I don't remember. I don't remember on? the plot of this. Well, I know. It's I know just him selling guns until his luck runs out, right? Like, is this just? Is, about it, his... is it based on a true story? or Just based on the idea of a true story? I don't know. I always thought it was based on a true guy, on a real dude. Maybe. Buy six tanks, get one free. Where does he keep it all? Oh, is that him? Weston? Maybe? I think so. Quite possibly. Yes. Kind of got like a Haley Joel Osment thing going mm. on there. Slow Joey. Cage smiling, but that's my boy. <laughs> Yeah, rifling off that foreign language naturally, too. <laughs> There's a That's lot a of... That's a great shot. I feel yeah. like this maybe is why, like... I think it's a fine movie, but I feel like it we've we've ground to a halt. It looks amazing, though. Like It looks so nice, great but like, there's so much energy early on, and now it's just like the, mm-hmm. the backroom dealings of a... You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs more energy again, like... I'm surprised there he never lands in the middle of an actual war at some point. I mean, he was in the sort of earlier, right? Like he was watching people shoot at people and you mm-hmm. know he was around it, but he doesn't 
necessarily. I think I think the point is that he's smart enough to not, to sort of be able to avoid conflict. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. aiding and abetting, if you will, and whatever. But uh-huh. <laughs> imitating gun. Simeon? Yeah, you know, Simeon. Uh oh. Now I'm following the movie. Um <laughs> I just like this. Well I know scene, you haven't talked in like a while. This scene sank me into it. Hmm. That I think this is this is another difficult one to sort of do commentary on, I think, because it's slower. Because there's a lot happening, you're always in a new place, you're trying to reacquaint to where you are. I think it's a movie that requires a little bit more attention paid. So actually, here's a, here's an idea. While we're doing this, let us do Walt's thing. So Walt Hickey, who was on our 211 episode of Cage Club, who was on our Fast Five episode of Lap 2 of Too Fast, Too Forever, who was on our Risky Business episode of Cruise Club, and most recently was on an episode of High School Summer Party and also an episode of Hanks of the Memories... He created a Nicolas Cage movie plot bot of some kind on Twitter, where it takes, it says Cage plays a blank, who blank and blank, in the end, blank, blank. So it's, he plays a, a noun, who action one and action two, in the end, conclusion, fun fact. Okay. So Walt has tapped on us, as we are uh, self-proclaimed experts in all things Cage, to come up with nouns, actions, conclusions, and fun facts from... Mandy, 211, Teen Titans, Go to the Movies, Between Worlds, and Spider-Verse. Even though, I don't know if he included, because the reason he asked me about this is because when our Humanity Bureau episode of Cage Club Revisited came out, I said, please never, ever, ever forget that this is a movie in which someone tapes a piece of bread over their eye where they have, like, a, a missing, you know, an empty eye socket. As an eye patch, yeah. So... Mandy Cage plays a noun. So a he lumberjack. Plays lumberjack. Right. In two eleven, he plays. He a... also plays a demon hunter. In Mandy, right? Yep. <laughs> demon hunter. Uh, in two eleven, he plays. You know, a, a cop. cop on the verge of retirement. Is he on the verge of retirement? Yeah, it's like his last day. Uh, he also plays a grandfather in that movie. Grandfather. Uh, Teen Titans Go. He plays Superman. Between Worlds, he plays uh, a biker, <laughs> a trucker. Um, um, uh, a loner, would you say? Uh, uh, oh, a poet, because a, a he has poet, Nicolas Cage's poetry. A widower. That's it. And um, Spider-Verse, he plays uh, Spider-Man, he plays Spider-Man noir. noir, he plays... Uh, what would you say, like uh, a 40s detective or something? A hard-boiled, hard-boiled. For, uh, 30s detective. Okay, so action one and action two, things that he does. So in Mandy, has a chainsaw fight. Um, what else does he do? Uh, um, he drinks through a rage. Oh yeah, kills a cult member. He takes acid. <laughs> um, oh, forges a battle axe. Yep, the beast. What about in 211? Has a CGI family reunion. Is shot uh, at by his real life son. Is shot at by his real life son. 
Um, he shields the little boy from gunfire. I think that was him. Sure. Teen Titans go to the movies. Um, hitches a ride. Uh, in uh, 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 does he hitch a ride on Wonder Woman's private plane, or is she the invisible jet? Or is she not, is she in that? Yeah, I I know they watch they go to the they watch the movies. Um, kind of scolds the Teen Titans. Like, what would you uh, call oh. someone? Calls kids goofsters. Eats craft services, right? He's at the craft service table. Ta-ta. I love that's how he flies away. Ta-ta. Fights crime. Can just see. Yeah. Um, hey, Ethan Hawke again. Gets pranked by some kids. Yeah. Um, attends a, a super a super a kryptonite party. Is there anything else? No, I think that's it from Teen Titans. Uh, Between Worlds. Um, oh my god. So he gets hosed down. Uh, he gets, gets set on fire. <laughs> sets himself on fire. Um, uh, Fuck slots. No, I can't put that though. Um, no, but he uh, oh, kills has his... sex with the spirit mm-hmm. of his dead wife um, in the body of his new girlfriend's daughter. Yep. Uh, it is revealed he killed his own dad. Remember the last mm-hmm. shot of the movie. Um. What else is there? What's the motorcycle? The motorcycle is just the hose down, right? Mm-hmm. Gets hosed down on a motorcycle. All right. Now in Spider Verse, uh, punches Nazis, drinks egg creams, burns cigarettes down to his fingertips, just to feel something. Um, feel something, anything. Uh, he also does a Rubik's Cube. Tries to learn colors. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a lot. So now, we also need conclusions. I guess, how do these movies end? So Mandy, um, uh, conquers a cult. I'm sorry, where are we now? I just got a text. Um, we're in... No, no, hold on. So we're trying to do conclusion. in the, okay. How do these movies end? So Mandy, in the end, conquers a cult in the name of love. 211 um, wins Wait, a bank what? heist? They, he wins a shootout? He survives a shootout? Survives a shootout. Teen Titans go to the movies. I don't know if that. I don't know how that really. You know, we can skip that one. I guess Between Worlds goes to hell. Between Worlds, I don't know how that concludes. The he, fire. Well, what happens before that? With travels the, uh, between worlds. Exorcist, is it an exorcism or something? No. I don't remember. Spider Verse uh, gets sent back to his own dimension. 
And then we need fun facts about these ones. Cheddar Goblin is the cheesiest. I've lost the thread in what's going on in the Lord of War. I apologize if you're listening. If you are listening, email mailbag at cageclub.me. Let us know what you think of our terrible podcasting. I want to see here. What is... Cheddar Goblin says, wait, what is, like, as the cheesiest, what's the line? Do you remember? That's it. Oh, back to, oh, that's a really nice shot. Wow, this movie is really good looking. I think it, you know, I might not have bought this in 4K if it wasn't a cage movie, but I'm glad I have it in 4K because it's a really good looking one. I'll just say Cheddar Goblin is the cheesiest. What are some other fun facts about Mandy? Um, 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 um. Just like, I guess, I think complete, like complete sentences. <laughs> um, okay. Um, there. Something about the tiger, maybe? Um, or Cage's wardrobe? Hmm. I think the fun fact part is tough. Let's let Oh, me... the actress who plays Mandy always looks extremely different in every movie she's in. <laughs> I don't think that's like I don't think that's what we're going for here though. Hang uh, on. I don't know. Okay. Let me I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull up something like it's one of the whatever number of movies Cage has a beard. I don't I don't know. That's what I'm gonna find out. Hold yeah. on. It's at Nick Cage Plotbot on Twitter. So, like, Jared Leto co-stars, Zach Galifianakis co-stars. I guess oh, those are just... Okay, hold on. Um, in the end... Yeah. I don't know if we necessarily... Cheddar Goblin's the cheesiest. Uh, let's say Cage says, ta-ta! Um, other fun facts? No, no, no. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna send Walt this stuff. We'll go from there. Is he with... Are those the Dallas Cowboys shoes or just women <laughs> who are dressed like that? Well, I think they're just like, check it out, America. Oh, gold. Do you have gold? I, have well, gold. I had gold before, but the bolts were gold. Oh. Some of the bolts were gold. <laughs> Is that all he needed Walt for? I think so. Nick Cage Plotbot. So at Nick Cage Plotbot on Twitter. Actions Cage takes. Um, how movies end. Lumberjack, Demon Hunter, Cop on the Verge of Retirement, Grandfather, Superman, Biker, Trucker, <laughs> Poet, Widower, Spider-Man Noir, a hard-boiled 30s detective, has a chainsaw fight, drinks to a rage, kills a cult member, kills a cult leader, takes acid, forges a battle axe, has a CGI family reunion, gets shot by his real-life son, shields a boy from gunfire, calls kids goopsters, eats craft services, gets pranked by some kids, attends a kryptonite party, gets hosed down on a motorcycle, sets himself on fire... 
has sex with the spirit of his dead wife and the body of his new girlfriend's daughter, kills his own dad, punches Nazis, drinks egg creams, burns cigarettes down his fingertips just to feel something, anything, does a Rubik's Cube, tries to learn colors. In the end, conquers a cult in the name of love, survives a shootout bank heist, travels between worlds, goes to hell, gets sent back to his own dimension. Well, Walt, I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> Just email through. Let uh, let me know what you think. Walt on Twitter is at Walt Hickey if you want to go follow him. Very fun, smart, intriguing. I didn't interesting know he Twitter was feed. Uh, sort of from my area growing up. I mean, we're from South, South New York, stuff. but yeah, he uh, uh, yeah. went to because he's younger than he's younger than I am, which is crazy. <laughs> He's like half your age. Yeah. Well. The guava doesn't fall far from the tree. Do you imagine this voiceover session? <laughs> There's a lot of voiceover. Oh, and I that's wonder... a cool gun. Look at that one. It's a wire gun. Yeah, planet shithole. I wonder if the voiceover was always intended to be this much, or if mm. it was added somewhat because the movie didn't come together, or added entirely because the movie didn't come together. I can see that. Because I think it works, but it's also a lot. There you know is, what I mean? It like is it's, a lot. Like, there's cool, like, this is a cool camera angle. There's, like, the weird bird that's jumping around. Like, there's stuff that's going on that's interesting. It's just... I think this is more of like a watch-on-your-own type movie, it too, is. right? Yeah. Not every one of these movies should be revisited as such, but it's also, you, you know, know we're, we're, we're excluding, I, we're skipping some of the movies he's not in a lot, or ones that we, really, we probably shouldn't have done episodes about in the first place. But, you know, I just, like, realized, like, this is just another level of our madness. <laughs> like, oh, look, the OJ trial. Yeah. <laughs> Timely, uh, like doing doing these revisiteds. It's it's you know basically madness. Like you know, <laughs> like we've already watched all this, and now we're just watching them all again. And we're probably just gonna watch them all again. No, we're not. I'm not letting you do that. Or I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm not. We're not going through a third time. <laughs> I think third time's a charm, but you know, that's just me. I'm not doing it alone. I'll tell you that much. I'll go break off and do my wrestling podcast with Brian or something. <laughs> What's this song from? It's from other movies. I think. Let me see here. But not other Cage movies, right? Porter said, oh, you know why? Because it's in a uh, David Ehrlich countdown video. (laughs) Because... Glory box. They they did the song in Wild, that Reese Witherspoon movie. Okay. Well, I suppose at the time AIDS wasn't as yeah, you weren't as protected, and he's in like he said, he's on another planet. Cage compromises more women. I'm still Why waiting for some stuff. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. smokes or does drugs. I think could happen. Has yeah, he I driven? For sure, he smoked a cigarette. Has he now. driven yet? 
He hasn't cried yet, I know that. Or has he? No. Has he started running? His brother cried. Yo, Jared Leto's a mess in this movie. I do like Bath of Blood, though. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good movie title. The Bath of Blood. Well, there are like 70s horror movies like The Bay of Blood and stuff, you know? There's... Bay of Pigs Invasion? <laughs> Salute the children's... The child soldiers of... Tomorrow. Today. That's like a weird aesthetic for... I don't know. I figured this dude wouldn't be so... Wouldn't have... I don't know. Live in such a place, but... Just seems like a weird office. <laughs> a little big. A little ornate. Or what? Why is it weird? Uh, just because it's like this big open palace with a desk in the middle of it. Like it just seems a little awkward. I get it. I guess he. That's the point. He wants to be ostentatious He's and show it. like his wealth and everything. He's flaunting. Yeah, like he has some diamond. It's weird, like, Cage doesn't realize he should probably start pulling back and, like, you know, when you're dealing, when you're, like, meeting new warlords and dictators and things and discussing, like, you know, oh, how many, how many air-to-ground missiles do you want for your new choppers? Hmm. Oh, starring Leo DiCaprio. We just talked about it on the Fury 7 episode because that was one with Dijamon Hansu. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the movies he was nominated for. What? It looks like he just bought that illegally. Oh, they had he had someone buy his wife. He's buying his wife's art. That's it. I forget. Carolito's back. Like that's what's weird about the jumping through time is that just like Carolito comes and goes. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like he's here now. He's gone. He's back. He's high. He's sober. He's hitting on the wife. He's drinking champagne. I mean, he's drinking champagne the entire movie. Smoking cigs, drinking prosecco with a different woman. It's like his third. Of course, she's candy. Of course, even he says it. The. He looks a little less zephy there. Oh, he looks way more less zephy, punk yeah. rocky zeph. You know what I mean, like. Mm, he's feeling more Leto now to me. Is this another telescope? Oh, look, yeah, Two it's moving all telescope. over again. What if this movie ended with the uh, solar flare? 
That'd be crazy. I wouldn't just, mind it. The last five minutes, like he finds a piece of paper and puts the connection together. And... No, and the fir- the most of the paper is just every everyone that his bullets have killed, and then it just <laughs> says everyone else. He's like, I don't know what this means. Future me will. How does he feel about his kid having a toy gun in his room, taking it out? I don't think he likes it. Uh, he will uh, not idolize what I profiteer on. My son will, yes, I will be a hypocrite. He will not become me. Yuri's like, oof. You think he should even be having that champagne? Well, he was drinking, I mean, he just got out of rehab for the wedding he was drinking there. Oh, you know I mean? right, yeah, yeah. I think he, would, he goes to rehab for the drug addiction, not necessarily the all-substance addiction. Which, you know, I don't know how rehab works, really. I guess that that's okay for someone. I feel like, you know, if you have an addictive personality, maybe you shouldn't be doing any kind of these substances, but if he's able to moderate through alcohol somewhat to stay off cocaine, you know. He's basically just vice incarnate. In <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's bad habits all around. It's cigarettes, it's alcohol, it's cocaine, it's hookers, it's guns. Like, he's, he's touching all the bases. Very admirable. He's playing some baseball. He's playing uh, Lord of Baseball. Good thing Sculling went away. Otherwise, he'd be the Lord of Sculling. Mm-hmm. I would love to uh, see a movie in an alternate universe where baseball never did happen, and it was sculling, and it was. But that's not what the movie's about. It's just. Yeah, but that's not what the movie's about at all. Like they just go just, to a sculling match. Yeah, it's just the alternate history thing. Yeah, so you know, people go to baseball games in the middle of movies. You just go see uh, the latest sculler. A league of their own, field of dreams, but about sculling. That's right. A river of their own. <laughs> yes. River of Dreams. You could, you could still do a league of their own because a league under the sea. is a is a measure of distance in water, right? I meant to say instead of Field of Dreams, a River of Dreams, but then I went with the other one first, and I was like, oh, that doesn't really work because it could still be even without the the, the aquatic pun. Mm-hmm. Because twenty thousand leagues under the sea isn't a depth; it's how far they traveled. Like it's not how deep you can't. A league isn't a it's a measure of distance. Whoops. Knocking things over left and you right. You are today. a mess today, Mike. How am I going to even drive home? Be crashing all over. Oh, come on. She's not that dumb. What? His wife. She knows what he's up to. Well, she knows he's up to something, right? Like, she knows he's but, not... But, I mean, like, he is the number one arms dealer in the world. Like, that's got to get back around somehow. It's got to be... Do you think? Yeah. Do you know who the number one arms dealer in the world is? Well, I'm not married to him. So... Or are you? Ooh. Am I secretly married to someone and I don't even know it? Is this like a Letty thing when she didn't have her memory yet and she was married and didn't even know it? You can't tell someone that they love you. Oh, is this the thing with the plane? I mean, land, they, <laughs> I want you to drive, Cage. If you drive... No, I don't win. I need you to drive and cry. Crying and driving. Driving and crying? What was the... Paul Tompkins has an album. Either driving and crying or crying and driving, I think. And I don't know which it is. Helicopter. I wonder if it's Al Cirillo. 
Helicopter is a, a bingo square. Do you have it on your card? No, just saw it on the on the screen. I don't have it either, unfortunately. Do you see a path to victory for yourself or no? Uh, it's doubtful. If he smokes and drinks and a woman's attacked... Maybe. Well, if he smokes or drinks... No, no, smokes or does drugs, right? Not smokes or drinks. He's That's drinking. It. Smokes or does, does drugs. Oh, here's the uh, the painting he bought, hiding in his wire season two shipping container of dead women. I like. Uh, it's such a bummer, man. Like when you know, because the wife doesn't need to do anything to make money because he's obviously making so much money doing what he's doing. And I understand the impulse to like make her feel good that her art is wanted, but, like, it's such a bummer to have yeah. to do that. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. It's it's a form of lying. Oh, it's absolutely lying. Oh, they're going through his trash. She's got a big old rock on her ring. Yeah, nothing to worry about. Yep. Do we see her paintings or just another? Yeah, we oh we did for we saw real quick her like inside of the studio. Ethan Hawke's like a gun. Are these the are these the guns he's selling? Is he selling cap guns, toy guns? Is that what's going on here? I don't think we need to worry about it if this is the case. See, I think that's one of her paintings behind her there. She's working on. It's not very good. I mean, yeah, I'm no critic with art when it comes to like that. I haven't looked at enough, I guess. Oh, he's doing this whole gig. This has got to be the most thankless job in the world. Like, I'm sure that there's maybe machines that can do it now, but man, oh man, is that, like, re-piecing together shredded documents? Yeah. It's like the world's world. Like, I love jigsaw puzzles, and this would, like, I would never want to do this. It's like a terrible type of puzzle. To, yeah. That does not look like fun. <laughs> He's going to give this whole plane away. He's just sitting next to like a, a stack of guns. Invert, invert. can't look at these scenes without thinking about Top Gun now. Top Gun's just on the brain. Yeah, I mean, I've just been, I've been walking around my house, like, humming some of that theme, like, making coffee. I'm like, da na 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 <laughs> uh, It's definitely in my brain. <laughs> See how short the word motherfucker was? He was like, usha. Yeah. That Ethan Hawke pulling like a. Uh, oh, we haven't gotten there yet, but I don't. I can't. Damn. What? It reminded me of a Hanks movie, but I can't drop the reference because you haven't seen it, and we're not oh. there yet. Nope. They're firing bullets at our bullets.
<laughs> you're the best. You're the shit, you're the shit, you're the shit. 42nd out of 43rd in flight school. Whew. That's not great. So I guess Cage is just cheap? <laughs> like otherwise, I why think he there... just found who he could find, you know? It's like... Yeah, maybe... It's like American Made, like, you know, Tom Cruise could only find, like, certain maniacs to help him out, not the best pilots, per se. Oh, so two movies in a row with uh, plane landing. This one lands much better, but, I mean... Well, I hope. Surprised nothing explodes. (laughs) Well, it's just bullets. I think. Because he says they're finding bullets that are bullets. Like, they know what they're carrying. I don't think that... I don't think they're carrying, like, explosives. Okay. Cajun planes, not a lot of luck. You know, Con Air, Knowing, this movie... A lot of planes has he been a part of. He hang glides or whatever in Army of One. Yeah, Army of One. Oh, come on, no one grabbed that little kid? There we go. Good job, terrible pilots. Chickens clucking. Got another 45 minutes or so of this movie. Unbelievable. I don't remember what happens, though. It feels like it's towards the end. Like, I think they, I think he gives the bullets away That's here. what he does now, yeah. He, everything must go, Sal. Yeah, thanks. Oh, man, your kid should have stuck around. He could have gotten a rocket launcher, too. <laughs> yeah, let me put the, my, my corn down and go grab some missiles. I wonder what this village, seemingly, you know, self-contained whatever, is now going to do with all these guns and bullets and grenades <laughs> and the rocket launchers. Like, are they going to become a powerhouse? Like, are they going to become a military, you know, war machine, or they're going to murder each other. Yeah, they're going to start a revolution. Hey, you want to start a revolution? I've got this ship. Me and my friends, we're going to get out of here. He's a a friend from work. (laughs) I don't know if you heard the uh, HTML episode about that movie yet, but that was apparently like a a line that like a -a Make-A-Wish kid or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Suggested. Uh huh. It's a really nice looking shot. Like this is a, a this no. Is a this is movie. a really nice well looking, looking, good, great looking movie. I think we looked. Remember, this was the movie. This was, I think, the last movie that Marco shot because he's like it was just so exhausting. Oh yeah, yeah. He had to call it a day. I think they had maybe a bit of a. 
there were other reasons why it was the last movie that he shot, but. but but I think they like filmed in a whole bunch of countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Remember, like we were looking it up. Was this movie successful at the box office? I wonder. I thought so. Take a look. Man, imagine having to just stand in for that shot alone with the machete up to your box neck. Box office mojo, and Lord he, of War. And he probably had to sit like that with his arms behind his back with a machete to his neck for like 20 minutes until they got the lighting perfect. Budget of $50 million, Made domestic 24, foreign Whoa. 48. Ouch. Opening weekend made $9 million, Opened in third place. Number one that week, also a new movie, Just Like Heaven, which is the... The Cure song, right? Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, John Hader movie. Oh, is that the one when Reese Witherspoon dies and only Mark Ruffalo can see her? Certainly looks like it. Number two, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Number four, Four-Year-Old Virgin. Number five, Cry Wolf, Transporter 2. Remember we looked up... Wow, 40-Year-Old Virgin. When we were looking up 1985, yes, we were looking up insane. The Man with One Red Shoe, and it was crazy. That's a terrible, terrible weekend to be at the movies. It's not great. I mean, 40-Year-Old Virgin's pretty funny, but... Paul Ride, we were talking about him. But if you think 50. about it, so 40 year old Virgin was in like fourth place in his fifth week. You've already seen that if you're going to see it. Yeah, true. Venom opened in 20th place. What did? Venom. What movie? Venom. 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 Dun, 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 dun. Hello, Eddie. You are such a dork. But I like you. Batman Begins. Yeah, gee, thanks, Mr. Venom. Was in its 14th week. Fantastic Four is in its 11th week. Madagascar in its 17th. Shit, Batman Begins. Chocolate Factory, March of the Penguins, Wedding Crashers, <sighs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Herbie Fully Loaded, War of the Worlds. Oh, a little cruiseness. The Longest Yard, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, that here. Yeah, you know. I remember going to see episode three in Clifton with my friend from work, and he pre-ordered tickets and a went. Friend and... from work? <laughs> it's a friend from work. Um, and uh, we pre-ordered tickets, and it was like at the AMC in Clifton. It was like kind of new back then too, when it just opened up. The line was fucking nuts, right? So he says this. He goes, "I'm gonna go get the tickets on the ticket line. You go stand on the line to get in." So. He goes to get the tickets. It's about 15 minutes. He comes back. He joins me online. And as soon as he does, this someone who works there like opened up a side door to the movie theater and like looked around and was like, come in. Everyone, come in this door. Come in. So like we didn't even technically need our tickets. No one ever ripped our ticket that night. Hmm. We never went in the main entrance. And then we just ran to a theater playing Star Wars and took our seats. And we were still an hour early. You sure that was a, a theater employee and not just someone who just like... No, because uh, uh, he was wearing, you know, at the AMC, They mm-hmm. at least I don't know about now, but they used to all have like a uniform. They looked like waiters or something. So here's a fun story. It's not a fun story. It's not fun. It's not really a story. <laughs> here's a, a part of an anecdote that but with, is not With fun. AMC A-List, which is AMC's version of MoviePass, when you buy a ticket, it says... Remember to show your ID. So, like, in theory, we can't both be signed into the same app. So, like, you know, we can't share a thing for 20 bucks or whatever. I understand why you do that. So, like, you just pull out the wallet and just show my ID. They're like, cool, fine. So, my driver's license, because my birth name is Joseph, it says Joseph. But my movie pass account, or my AMC A-list, it says Joey. And I go to this girl. <laughs> and I show her, and she's like, she, like, looks and looks and looks and looks. She's like, hold on. And I was like... And she, like, looks back, and she, like, calls on her walkie... And she's like, yeah, his ID says Joseph, but 
it says Joey. Is that okay? And I was, I said to her, I was like, really? <laughs> and I didn't say it, but I want to say, like, do you know how names work? And then, like, she's listening, listening, listening. And she looks again, and she's like, all right. Oh, my God. And I was like, I understand that you want to take your job seriously, but, like. Dude, the power. <laughs> Mad with it. I haven't been carded uh, for liquor in a long time, but I still get carded. I mean, aside from like, I was carded more recently, even before this, mm-hmm. for like R-rated movies because like AMC just takes their shit so seriously. I'm trying to think of the last movie I got carded for. I remember getting carded for Clerks too. That was funny. Um, I get carded for Dutchess all the time, all the time. Anywhere I go, someplace new. Um, but I haven't been charged for booze in a while. I haven't bought cigarettes in almost 10 years, so I don't get carded for those. But I don't know, man. Like, do I look like I'm under 17? Mm. No, and, and you actually, you look like a Joey, so I don't know what her problem was. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> By the way, there's there's 56 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> no, there's not. I know. There's like 40 minutes left. Yeah. The movie, once again, like, it has these bursts of life, you know, like, free guns, free guns for everyone. But now we're back at the place where the guy he was having dinner with and the, the girl asked if he sold guns and now this guy's all beat up and it all kind of comes back around, but it's hard to follow when we're talking over it and not talking about it and also yeah I think it's ultimately just sort of a fine cage movie it's not great not terrible it's a little unusual you know it's like one long montage it feels like that a lot of the time you know it just feels like it it covers too much but I I think that I get a little exhausted I think it works better than other movies that try to do this where Hmm. it's a career spanning thing maybe because it's not entirely fictionalized, or entirely factual, you know what I mean? Like, it's maybe fictionalized or partially fictionalized or something. Um, I think when you try to span decades in someone's life, it's it's difficult to get all that stuff in, but I think that because what he's doing is so similar, like, it's not like mm-hmm. he's wildly varying. He's just right. doing what he's doing in different places. Yeah, like, it, it if works. he was gone from guns to drugs to something else, to something else, you know, like... No exotic animals? Like, oh, ouch. That's pretty brutal. In 4K. Heh. Isn't that so bad, eh? Email us, mailbag at cageclub.me. Do you watch these with the subtitles? I guess, so here's a question. If you are listening to this, which I don't know that you are, (laughs) but if you're listening to this and you're watching the movie, which again, I don't know that you are doing that, (laughs) are you watching the movie with subtitles? Are you watching the movie with volume? Like, how do you do this? Because considering when, you know, PSL of Hoffman had started, we had done like 40 or 43 or whatever of these, and I was like, I don't know how to watch with this, because I was watching a little bit of Boogie Nights as they talked over Boogie Nights. And I was just like, I don't know how to do this. And I think it was cool. Like, it was, I definitely see the value of it, kind of. Oh! He landed a line of coke for Cage. Do it, 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 do it. Do it, do it, do it. Please do it. Please do it. 
cocaine and gunpowder. Oh, that's right. It's like a... The brown brown, they call it. Yeah. Get you ready for battle. Come on, Cage. No. Oh, yes. Ah, full circle. Come on, Cage. Come on, Cage. One, twenty-two, fifty. Cage does drugs. I win. Okay, so here's what I have. Cage smokes or does drugs. Cage is an exasperated, broken man. Free Uh space. Bad accent. Gold. Nice. If there's peaches or bunnies, I could win again. If Cage cries and drives, I could win again. If Cage cries and has a tattoo, which I don't think is going to happen, I could win again. If Cage starts running, which did he run when the plane... I don't think so. I think so. Uh, this is where he uh, might almost get AIDS, right? He's like, so. It's like, what do we do? She's like, you just got to vim- Vimmo me. You don't do much. I mean, it reminds me of Time to Kill with the leprosy. Yeah. It also reminds me a little bit of uh, Eyes Wide Shut, where Kate or Tom Cruise barely doesn't get AIDS. You know? Looking forward to that when we get to Eyes Wide Shut. Fidelio. Oh, did you hear the news? It just reminded me, uh, they announced yesterday or today that Lost Highway is coming to Blu-ray. Oh, sweet. Now we just need an Inland Empire. I think that Inland Empire is a good chance. I think it's just a regular. It's not a not. It's not a Criterion oh, Lost okay. Highway, but I think I think Inland Empire would be a Criterion. Man, talk about your dark nights of the soul. It's literally dark at night. Kino Lorber confirmed today that they are preparing a Blu-ray release of David Lynch's oh, film nice. Lost Highway. June 25th. Supplemental features have not been finalized. Operation Kino. Oh, there's his son. Well, we've been trying. But what kind of business does he try to make it look like? Is he just like, I'm an exporter? Like, what's his front? I don't feel like I ever got a handle on that. Well, Megadeth has a song or maybe an album, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. <laughs> so that's it. All right. Isn't it Megadeth? Hold on. Let me figure out if that's right. It's not in my iTunes. Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. Yeah, man, this...
Like, yep. this movie needs more of this. A little Dave Mustaine on guitar. I could totally see this in the opening credit song. <laughs> oh, nudity. Oh, well, there's been plenty of nudity, but they already have bingo. I like that oh, now, now that she knows it. where it comes from, she's like, I can't accept it anymore. Yeah, well. Where it was just a vague criminal enterprise. Well, yeah, she was okay with it. She was lying to herself. and. But, like, what's the good, what's the good outcome? What does she think, like, what is an acceptable criminal enterprise that's a, that sustains this kind of life? Yeah, I don't, I mean... Because, like, if it's drugs, it's still killing people. Yeah. If it's prostitution, it's still taking advantage of people. But it's, uh, I think it's the scale. I think that he's, like, oh, the boy. worldwide number one arms dealer and... The undisputed <laughs> champion of the world and still... Ronda Rousey. Oh, that's tomorrow, WrestleMania. Oh, your WrestleMania episode is good. Oh, I don't know what the shit was going on at WrestleMania 3 because I don't care about wrestling, but it was a good episode. Ah, thanks. I think you should really try to put out episode part two this month. I think that's... I want to hear mm, more. I'll try. I don't have anything ready for next month, so... X-Men. Do X-Men. I'll try. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. That was uh, what Yoda said. I know. Oh. You got a network full of people to, to help you What's out. What's the deal? Just push it real good, just like Salt and Pepper said. Like, it's not that it's illegal. It's, right? Like, that's what she said. It's the scale. It's like the moral thing. It's like dealing, schmoozing with warlords. I just don't like your friends. <laughs> It does make a difference if you stop, because then you will stop being that person. Oh, if it's not about the money, then what is it? The rush? The rush of selling guns? The, uh, well, just like in Fury 7. Good at it. Me and oh, he Dom. misses the bullets. He misses the bullets. Cage don't want to miss those bullets. He doesn't, he doesn't miss the cars. He doesn't miss the guns. Or he doesn't miss the cars. He doesn't miss the girls. He misses the bullets. She's being real hard on herself right now. It's been a long day. What is she talking about? Oh, man. I wonder, you know, if and when Ethan Hawke busts him and finds his stash house, his shipping container... I wonder if she's going to be most upset about the fact that the paintings are in there. Right? Like, I think so. It's just it's just insult to injury. It's salt in the wound. Yeah. So now he's trying to sell it. Oh, he's, he's, try, oh, he's trying to get into other yeah. less illegal, right? Or more legal or whatever. This is what I think is kind of funny about these. I'm sure it's also real life where, like, you know, there's a government guy who is doing everything he can to bring down a criminal, like, a criminal mastermind, and, like, or not mastermind, but, like, a, you know, a, a drug lord or a kingpin or whatever. 
and then they get so bummed out when the guy goes clean. <laughs> right? You think they should be grateful that this guy, I don't have to chase him anymore. He learned his lesson. You're like, oh, I did my job. I, I scared him straight. But like, right. oh, I can't, he's still I can't gonna bust get, this guy. Ethan Hawke, it's not like you're not going to get a check next week if you don't bring in Nick Cage. Like, I mean, who knows? Honestly, who knows? That's some house. The president of Liberia. <laughs> Just thought I'd stop on by and say hi. How am I supposed to explain to my wife... Then I'm friends with warlords. <laughs> they live in like a very. Go- I mean, like I, I know the witch hunt. Yeah, I know the apartment is like really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's a great view, but like even this hallway is gaudy. You yeah, know what I mean, like it's almost like his palace. But, like, he doesn't keep any of his gear in America, right? It's not like they're going to drive to Brooklyn in some warehouse and, like, pick out some guns. He's got the shipping container nearby. Yeah, but that's, like, seems like more like his personal stash. Yeah. I don't know. I think they just want to do business. I think they're just saying hi. I think it's, you know, a, it's a touch base. It's a check-in call. Yeah. Hey, we were in the... Na- you- <laughs> we were literally in the neighborhood. Whoa. That's a big, big diamond. diamond. Blood diamond. Oh, titular line. Oh, that's right, because we were talking about before, Bath of Blood, that's a Lord of War. Instead of a Warlord, it's a Lord of War. Yeah. 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 I just got that. Man, I don't think I would like to be the first door outside the elevator. No, there's no one else on... That's the penthouse, so, like, there's nothing... There's no one else Oh, that's... Oh, but here's the thing. Who who the fuck wants Rambo's gun? You want Rambo's knife. Like, Rambo had that crazy-ass survival knife that kicked ass. He didn't... Who gives a shit about his gun? He picked up any old gun. I totally forget how this movie ends, too. Like, the Can you imagine being this rich? Mm. Having that view, like, living in that apartment? It's crazy. Must be nice. But you got to be a gun runner to to live there. Yeah, I guess. He's lying and to her now. Lied to her face. Wow. She lied to him. He's been lying to her. Now she lied to him. It's just a she house of pies. Benishwa. I actually watched a couple episodes of that show. It's pretty good. I saw every. I saw. I watched the whole thing. Oh, okay. It's fine. It. Uh, and then I saw the new one with Don Cheadle in him. That's good too. Oh. Didn't like it. Pass. Uh, I saw two episodes. I was like, "That's not bad." Black Monday. Yeah. Of the stock market. That was one of the show. I, I watched a couple episodes. I was like, I don't hate this, but I know it's going to be exactly like this for a long time, and I don't want to. I mean, I haven't kept watching it, but. I'd rather go back and watch all the House of Pies. You don't have to. 
House of Lies was okay because Kristen Bell's great on it, Don Cheadle's really great on it, the the guy who plays John Cheadle's dad is great on it. Ben Schwartz is not likable at all on there. Josh Lawson's character on there is not likable at all. I mean, they're all not likable, but it's like they don't really personalize the two of them. They're just kind of like an asshole and an idiot. Mm. At least Kristen Bell and Don Cheadle's characters have like some kind of redeeming qualities and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember liking the earlier seasons more than later seasons, so if you do want to give it a shot, watch from the beginning, I guess, but, like, it's not something you need to, I don't think you have to waste your time on. Like, it's not bad, it's just there's so much better stuff that you can watch with, like, 30 hours of your life or whatever. Or do. Don't even watch, just do. Oh, no. What was the combo? Their wedding day? The... Oh, uh, yeah. This cover is not great, by the way, of Hallelujah. Nope. There we go. A catalog of Carnage. Or it's a movie she caught. Carnage catalog. <laughs> Dope. You're going to... Let the kid in there? Oh, yeah. Don't go behind that. Stay behind the blue. My painting. What if we had it wrong all along and she just loved that Cage bought the painting and it was like, oh... That was the redeeming thing. It's like, I saw those guns, but then once I saw the painting, I was like, oh, shit, he does love me. Yeah. No. (laughs) You can see that. You can see a world in which that happens. I think this character, as infrequently as she's appeared is smart enough to not fall for that. You know what I mean? Like, or to not be swayed by that. (laughs) Are they all different names? I don't know. I can't tell. Oh, there it is kid peeking in. I was too busy looking at the passports and seeing, like, the pictures actually, like, glued or taped in there as opposed to just, like, you know, on the mm-hmm. American passport, just sort of, it's printed on in a nice way. Those all just sort of look like half-assed rush jobs. But maybe it was different back then. Maybe, you know, 15 years ago or whenever, whatever era we're in, because, you know, we've gone from the 80s into the 90s and we're somewhere, you know what I mean? So, maybe that's what they looked. I don't know. Boy, taking a real crawl to the ending of this one. <laughs> Yuri on one last hurrah. Is he is he gonna clean? Yeah, he's finally cleaned up and Cage is gonna pull him back. Just when I think that I'm out. They pull me back in. Godfather three. And Sopranos. That's the only Sopranos episode that has uh, a clip before the opening credits. Huh. It's like the sixth episode or something, and there's because I was like, it's it was early enough. I'm like, oh, they're gonna do this every once in a while, just like, yeah. Like I didn't at that point, I didn't know it was from the Godfather three, but I knew it was from something. And it's just it's Paulie. They're just like doing impressions, I think, and they're just like they're all kind of do it, and then they just do it, and then they go to the opening credit. But no other episode of The Sopranos huh. has something before the, you know, 
Oh, journey down yeah. the, the, the parkway. Woke That's the, up the turnpike. Morning. Got myself a gun. Is this little Ukraine? <laughs> it's. Oh, we're in the 2000s now, okay. 2001. Cage drove in the last movie. He was driving with the the pistol. Drove remember? a lot, yeah. Drove with a gun in his hand and yeah. everything. I mean, I already won, but I just want to get more crossed off. Yeah. Guy's looking fly in that white suit. Supreme Court of Kangaroos. Kangaroo Court. We need a burst of life. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Kangaroo Court by the cap by capital cities. problem with this movie in a way is that like the movie even like itself kind of peters out you know what i mean like it's such and i know it's it's too long right it's a little too long i know that it mirrors cage's journey right like it's him riding high and then things like everything gets taken away from him in one form or another right and he's just trying to scramble and like keep up with it but that doesn't make for necessarily a good movie yeah, I think, honestly, I just think, like, we could have been done by now. Like, this, it covers too much. Like, we could have skipped over some of this stuff. Not this specifically, but you well, know yeah, what I mean. Because this is the, the one last ride, kind of, right? Like, I think. Mm-hmm. Roof, rough. So there's a there, so I was looking a couple of weeks ago. This has nothing to do with the movie, but I was looking a couple of weeks ago uh, at the best fried chicken places in New Jersey, and I was like, I was like, I really want fried chicken. End of the story. I did not get fried chicken, but there's a place like 25 minutes from me that apparently is one of the 10 or 15 best places in the state, as a, according to some NJ.com article or whatever. And I went on their website, and like it looks good, but they still call their French fries Freedom Fries. Oh, can't work there. Can't eat that. Oh, woman's attacked. And I was like, how? Bingo. What do you got? What you got? All right. So I got gold. We're, Attract- we're, we're an hour 41 Attractive in. woman finds cage irresistible, free, sp- free space, cage smokes her, does drugs, and a woman is attacked. Yeah. Wow, I got good today. Uh, so bad fried chicken. St- I mean, didn't get the fried chicken, but still call their French fries freedom fries. Wow. Which I feel like was a very specific time. Yeah, that was about a month Long when that Where happened. France wouldn't help us in like a war that we shouldn't have been in. Yep, exactly. You know, <laughs> cool. Yeah, fake news. This is what it was. Exactly. I do want to try that fried chicken though. It's just like it's inconveniently located to me. Like it's a way that I wouldn't normally go. But you know, 
I wound up going to Popeyes, and that was gross. Like I need Popeyes every, <laughs> once every like I need Popeyes like once every year and a half to remember like oh right this is gross. Yeah, I'd rather have KFC. I like Popeye fries and biscuits. That's all I really the get. Biscuits from were there. Good. that's what I got, but I got like the chicken was fine, but it just it's all overwhelming, underwhelming. And just like salty and just mm-hmm. not great. Like it's very salty. I'm very much not anti fast food. I just was. I'm, I've been disappointed by Popeyes every time I've had Popeyes. At some point, I'm going to learn. Don't get Popeyes. I'm not the most pro fast food guy these days. So Matchbox Cine Club, our friends over in Glasgow, are having the Keanu Con, right? That's right. Which is, I think, coming out right around the time of this episode. And so they just put out a flyer where it's John Wick has got bullets, but it's just also Lord of Worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really like those flyers. They're nice. I want prints. Some Keanu prints. With the bullets flying around his head. I'm commenting the thing. Mike and I are watching Lord of War right now for Cage Club Revisited. And this is giving okay. us Major Lord of War. So Yuri doesn't make it back, right? Two. Yuri is Cage. I mean, yeah, they did. His bro. Jared Leto. He doesn't make it back. Well, I don't think so, because he, you know, Vitali. Vitali, yeah. Because he's kind of like the guy, like, you know, I, I finally got my life together. Like, well, just come, it's going to be fine. And then, of course, it's not going to yeah. be fine. Well, did you ever ask him what was going on in his head? This is giving me a little bit of a flashback, not cage-related, but to Mission Impossible Fallout, like the, the tents in the middle of nowhere and... Yeah. Know, oh, right. Military yeah. warlord, whatever. also kind of reminds me of Spectre, when they get off the train and then, like, Blofeld's, like, his hideout is just in the middle of nowhere in the desert in, like, a crater. I thought that was cool. I gotta watch... First of all, I gotta watch all the James Bond movies because I've never seen most of them, and I gotta rewatch the, the Daniel Craig ones. He's doing one more, or is uh-huh. he doing? Apparently, he's doing one more. One last ride. That's right. Oh, what are you doing, Yuri? No. Why would you do that? Because he's not about this life anymore. Well, there is no more Vite. So he's so about his new cause of no longer profiteering on war that he's willing to sacrifice himself. Like, it's honorable, but it also just sort of feels dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, he went from zero to sixty, right? Can you put the pin back in a grenade? Yeah, yes. Not once it's not once you open. let go, but if, yeah. it's, if it's held down. The what was the, the grenade? The blue with the blue eyes too. Wait, there's a really funny grenade scene in um, what action movie is that? Where they're all like at the table and they're like throwing grenades at each other and they're sliding them across the table and catching them and everything. Is it recent? It sounds, yeah, it yeah. Sounds familiar. So it's modern. I don't remember though. I'm gonna try and see if I can find it. Like it's not Kingsman, but it seems sort of Kingsman-y a little bit. Maybe I just got Kingsman on the brinks. We're talking about Mark Strong earlier. 
two weeks ago, I mean. Well, as you're listening to this, if you're still listening to this, mailbag at cageclub.me, let us know that you are listening. Let us know what you think of these. <laughs> Lord of War comes up, the Captain America scene comes up from First Avenger where he jumps on it. Remember, the next four movies that we're going to do are something old, Birdie, something new, Army of War, something borrowed, Gone in 60 Seconds, something blue, The Boy in Blue. The next four movies here on Cage Club are visited over the May and June months, and then I think July will be another... No, July's going to be a three-revisited month. Oh. I believe. That's crazy. Because I think we're going to have it on the 4th. If I'm, no, 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 sorry. August will be. Because I think on, in July it's going to be the 4th and the 18th. But then August will be August 1st, August 15th, and 29th. So that's going to be a big month. Huge. Maybe August animation or something. Who knows? Very nice. Like, this is also... Like, you like knowing this is a downer of an ending, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's a... Really you know, deflating. War prevails. Evil prevails. I so can picture so this forth. scene so vividly, but I can't figure out what fucking movie it was. Yeah. Grenades? Yeah, like... It's not like Death of Stalin. No, no, no. It that. was like an action comedy or something. Hmm... <laughs> Oh. Oh, is that it? Was it Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage? There's a. See, listen to this. Uh, the movie where a main hero and others play hot potato with a grenade while sitting at a table. Villain keeps adding grenades until there are three. I don't remember that at all. That is, there is a find- similar scene in Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Not sure if it was three, though. I've been watching a lot of crappy action movies lately. Uh, it's not a crappy action cage or action, action movie, sir. See, I'm not the only one that... I don't think it's... Zan- I haven't watched that one in a long time. I don't think it's Return of Xander Cage. That's funny. Here, Mike, I found the clip. No way. Is this a joke? A joke clip? No. Is it this? Yeah, oh, it is Xander Cage. Okay, this is the scene. The scene is amazing. Have you, you haven't seen this yet, right? I saw this. Oh, okay. I saw some theaters. We should do this for the next month. I signed up for it. I don't know if I... We'll see. I think Joe 2 wants to be on it. Or it's going to do it. This is so awesome. <laughs> we're watching a clip from another movie while we're watching this movie. <laughs> you ever bleed so much when you open your eyes? <laughs> what kind of a question is that? That's Ruby Rose. It is Ruby Rose. Sights on him. 
<laughs> I don't remember this at all. I remember her in her sniper perch. It's like the only thing I can remember. You don't remember him like skiing down in the beginning to like fix oh, the, to get the, the soccer feed? <laughs> okay, so I remember two parts. You don't remember the girl on the plane who's in love with Xander Cage who like... Oh, I remember the gr- I remember the character, yeah, but she's I She's mean... like thirsty for him? Uh, this seems a lot longer than I thought, but... It's two and a half minutes. You know, it's important, uh, it's important plot building for Lord of War for us to watch this two and a half minute scene at the end. Well, Ethan Hawke, not in this movie a ton, which I was sort of... Yeah. Considering he's like the antagonist, in a way, you know what I mean? Maybe he did it uh, as a favor for the director since he wrote Gattaca. Maybe. Did we ever find out if this was uh, based on a real dude or nay? You say or nay? Yeah. I've been saying nay a lot lately because it's Norwegian for no and just been hanging out with my family too much. Do they say that casually? Uh, my mom does. Lord of War is a crime drama written, produced, and directed by Andrew Nichol. Cage plays an illegal arms dealer inspired by the stories of several real-life arms dealers and smugglers. Yeah, it feels like it's just a, a, a pastiche of, you know what I mean? Film was officially endorsed by the human rights group Amnesty International for highlighting the arms trafficking by the international arms industry. It did a, it did a good thing. Budget $50 million, box office 72 I think we talked about that earlier, right? So... I wish this. I mean, I, 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 I was gonna say I wish I, I wish more of this movie was from Ethan Hawke's perspective, but I don't know if I really do. Like, I think you have to be. It has to be about Cage. It has to be about Jared Leto. Otherwise, mm-hmm. no, because we've seen the other movie a lot. We've seen the DEA agent chasing down the bad guy. Like we, ha- we had to see the whole movie, at least one movie from that from the bad guy's perspective. Right? Yeah. Even though he's not bad guy, like you know. He's not a, you know, he, look, Cage as uh, the person he's playing, yes, he's doing terrible things, but, like, he he truly thinks, like, he's a nice person. And he is kind of a nice person. I mean, as far as the number one drug runner or gun runner in the world is concerned, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's got no morals, but aside from that. Like, they really could have characterized him as a much meaner, more evil person. Yeah. All of his guns. And now his his moral grandstanding is that he's not as bad of a guy as the President of the United States. Mm. He's the real gun dealer, gun runner. It's like, all right, we get it. We get a guy. And he's talking about Bush. Yep. Bush, eh? That's my Bush. Ethan Hawke's like, yeah, I get it. I never really thought of it that way before, but when you, like, lay it all out like that, you're so right. (laughs) Look at the look on his face. Like, shit, man. I don't want to hear that. This is like uh, before Sunset Era. I'll tell you to go to hell, but I think you're already there. It's a good one. He lost his brother. He lost his wife. He lost his profession. He probably lost his assets 
you know, Cage says he's never going to spend the day in court, and maybe that's true, but, like, he's got nothing else. He's a man alone. You've got nothing. This is like a bit of a reversal oh, of the, the frozen grown, frozen ground. Frozen grown. You're not kidding with that Freudian oh, slip. <laughs> the boy. frozen grown. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, um, I was telling Brian. I was like, "Yeah, wait till you get to the point where you start making up songs about John Cusack watching the frozen ground." <laughs> like, watch out for John Cusack. He's coming to get you. <laughs> I'm I'm rooting for their success, but I'm also rooting for them to devolve into madness. <laughs> there's like, because uh, sometimes I don't know. There's something. There's also something fun about that too. Like I have fun doing these. Don't get me wrong, but like it is, it gets some of them. Sometimes it's like, oh man, like how do we keep this interesting? How do we get this going? And uh, sometimes you just can't. Sometimes you just got to resign to what we're doing and realize that there's just going to be silence and nonsense. I mean, I even listened, I listened to some audio commentaries recently, and, like, to be honest, like, aside from, like, if you're listening to, like, Jordan Peele talk about Get Out, that's one thing. But, like, a lot of audio commentaries, especially multiple people on the track, are just, like, hanging out, shooting the shit anyway. Ooh, I like how this mirrored the first shot. We're back where we started. We've still Bullets got 25 minutes. No. Oh, film is based on actual events. Right, which is what I said before. He's not, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a pastiche of different, you know. Private gun runners continue to thrive. The world's biggest arms suppliers are the U.S., U.K., Russia, <laughs> France, and China. There are also five permanent members of the U.N. Security Council. Including one from Wakanda. Wakanda forever. We'll come back in two weeks for Birdie in the beginning of our wedding months. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Birdie in two weeks here on Cage Club Revisited. Yeah. Go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, mailbag at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash cageclub and cageclub.threadless.com for our shop. Email us, say hi, mailbag at cageclub.me. We'll see you in two weeks right here on Cage Club Revisited Woo-hoo. for Birdie. Bye. Thank you.